Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be here a few days after that long Thanksgiving holiday. I don't know about you, but I really needed the break. And now it's kind of hard to get back in the swing of things. So I'm really excited that you could join us today. We're here every day, every Tuesday actually at 3 o'clock Eastern, and each and every week you will learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, obviously last week, last Friday was the biggest shopping day of the year. It's it's the time of year all retailers look for. Um, it's, the, it's the moment when they end up going into um, the black and making all that money. It's the holiday season. And who was out there but women buying a lot of holiday gifts? Well, a little something that I you probably didn't know about women is those women out there were a lot of single women out there. In fact, 54% of unmarried single Americans 18 and older are single women, 54%. So all those women out there shopping on Friday, a lot of them are single women spending a lot of money. In fact, over half of all single women own their own homes. Did you know that? The median age of a single woman, first-time home buyer, is just 32 years old. Now, you didn't hear that about 10 or 15 years ago, did you? Pretty significant. Um, in fact, single women, 75% of them own their own cars, and 50% um, are involved in some type of solo adventure travel. So they're out and about. They're spending a lot of money. They have a lot of money to spend. They're buying homes. They need something to put in their homes, and they're out there the day after Thanksgiving buy a lot of goods and services. So pay attention, marketers out there, single women, a huge target. We're going to be talking about them today. In fact, single women are kind of the focus of our purse profile today. You may have heard of Dooney and Burke. Now, Dooney and Burke, I think, have been really kind of angling for the single woman category. Well, the Dooney and Burke babe, as we're calling her, is the quintessential single woman. She's in her late teens or early 20s. She's very much a trendsetter and fashion aware. In fact, there's 1.4 million of these women out there. Median age is about 21, and they've attended some college. They're single. They may be still in school, actually, or working part-time. And, of course, they don't have any kids, so they have money to spend on goods, products, and services. They do keep up with the fashion trends. They, they actually see themselves as influential trendsetters. They like to make a statement. They do spend compulsively. So for those who are looking to attract this woman, if you're in the right place at the right time and you're talking to the right people, she's going to consider your product. She does prefer brands. In fact, she's looking for brand names. And her friends are very important to her. They, ha they heavily influence her. She's ambitious and money-driven. So that's our Dooney and Burke babe. Now, how can you get in front of this very receptive woman? Well, 
she's out there looking at magazines like Cosmo, Elle, InStyle, and Jane. She's on cable a lot. She's doing a lot, though, of entertainment surfing. She's watching Comedy Central, E, VH1, MTV, um, America's Next Top Model and Family Guy, kind of comedic reality TV shows. And she's online a lot, a lot of social networking with this target. She's looking at Facebook, MySpace. Um, she's networking through those social media groups. She's also online trying to get tickets to the next concert. So she's at Ticketmaster and Blockbuster.com. And she's on T-Mobile.com, MoviePhone, and Sprint.com. So very much oriented around entertainment, um, social networking. She likes to be around families and friends. And experiential marketing is also a good opportunity to get your, your products in front of this target as well. In fact, uh, we mentioned earlier that she's a trendsetter. She's at retail looking at American Eagle, Express, Wet Seal. She's buying Jeeps and Isuzu. She's buying cosmetics like Wet n Wild and Neutrogena. You know, the designers are all the kind of the young, trending designers that you might guess, like Guess, Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, that type of thing. So this is the quintessential single woman. And I, I put this out for a reason, because we're going to try to be breaking stereotypes today. In fact, my guest for this program is Gigi Carroll. She's the Vice President and Concept Director at Draft FCB. And she's uh, got some very in interesting research to share with us today. Um, we're going to be talking about sales and the single girl. Now, I don't know how many of you out there of a certain vintage, certain age, that topic may sound a little familiar to you. In fact, Sex and the Single Girl is a very popular book, or it was when it was published back in 1964. The author was Helen Gurley Brown, and she broke a lot of barriers when she put this book out. In fact, it made way for a movie in 1964 starring Natalie Wood, and it became the inspiration for Sex in the City. Remember those four women out there in New York, Sex in the City, back in the early 2000s? Well, it was all based around sex and the single girl. Well, we're not going to be talking about sex today. We are going to be talking about sales. And it's going to be a really interesting topic because Gigi Carroll from Draft FCB has been out there taking a look at who really comprises the single women out there. And it may not be who you think. So when we come back... Gigi will join me to share her research with you, and you're going to learn a lot today, I guarantee you. So find out more when Purse Strings comes back after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Guys, are you suffering from ED, email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? 
Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPG Mail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. JPGmail.com Entertainment and excitement awaits you at WebmasterRadio.fm's Podcaster's Paradise. Take your hats off and find your fun inside the Life Tips Day Spa or climb up to the Rainmaker Retreat. And when the sun comes down, talk SEO over an ice cold beer at the That's a Wrap Tavern or check out DJ Nani Vinkin putting you in a trance inside the fringe. Make your reservations to Podcaster's Paradise on demand at webmasterradio.fm. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings, and I am your host, Maria Retan, and joining me now is Gigi Carroll, Vice President and Concept Director with Draft FCB. And I first became aware of Gigi when she spoke at the Marketing to Women conference I attended this past April in Chicago, where she shared some really startling insight into marketers' misperceptions about single women. Gigi, thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is such a great topic. You know, at the top of the program, I was sharing this week's purse profile, and it was the Dooney and Burke babe. And I chose it because it was kind of the quintessential single female stereotype. And I knew we were going to be breaking the stereotype today. So I felt like it was okay if I kind of talked about it at the top of the show. But I know you find this topic as fascinating as I do. I mean, marketers, I think, have truly underestimated single women haven't they? Um, yeah, I don't think they've they've addressed them at all. And it's it's kind of striking why they haven't. And I noticed you mentioned in the upfront about how pop culture has really embraced single women, you know, with sex in the city and so forth. But marketers really have not followed suit. Um, and it's kind of um, short-sighted on our part um, because the purchasing power of single women is, you know, completely overwhelming. Um, and if, if for no other reason... Um, they represent, you know, 40% of the universe of women in this country over the age of 18. So it's no small niche, um, single women. Um, they're very educated. Um, 53% have attended college or grad school. Um, in fact, I think in 2009, the number of women going to graduate school will far outrank the number of men. You know, they're launching companies um, at 2.5 times the rate of male-owned businesses. Um, and, you know, they're heading, they're heading up households, and they're buying a lot more than shoes. And although they really do index very high for, you know, fashion and beauty, um, they buy a lot more than that, and they buy um, a lot in categories that have typically been um, targeting men. Um, 
You know, 75% of single women own their own house. Um, and last year, one in five homes was bought by a single woman. I know, um, and they have is, to fill it with something, don't they? I mean, it's exactly. like exactly you're right. They're not going to walk into a shell of a home. <laughs> they have they have to fill it with something. They have to improve them. You know, um, they have home repairs. Um, they have financial. Uh, you know, to get mortgages when when they're buying that house. Um, you know, they probably ninety two percent of single women own a car. Um, and then you think about the car, the repairs and the maintenance on that car. So there's just a, they're buying a lot. Um, and they end up buying, you mentioned non-traditional categories. I know they're, they're outspending men in the consumer electronics category by like $10 billion. It's some amazing exa- number. Exactly. And it's pretty amazing, too, you know, that you think about these technology companies that um, not only do they not target women, you know, many of them just completely ignore them. <laughs> from Correct. the way really, that they do. the products are mm-hmm. shot to the language that they use. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, so it was a very fun subject to get involved in um, when I gave that and presentation. An important all about and important yeah, too because absolutely. it is this huge opportunity that as a whole marketers are just ignoring either because they don't know it's there or they don't think it's as powerful a marketplace perhaps. Uh, I don't know how they couldn't think it was powerful if they looked at the statistics. To be honest right. with you, you know, I just think it's. It's a little bit atypical. It's just mm-hmm. a little bit different than the stereotype, you know, of we think of with single women, which is how my presentation, you know, started back with, you know, the Virgin Queen <laughs> as being the quintessential single woman. And then you fast forward to uh, Kim Cattrall and Sex in the City. So things exactly. have changed. Yeah, your research was really intriguing to me when, when I heard you speak back in April. Can you Can you share a little bit about what you found when you went, kind of delving a little bit deeper into to marketers' perceptions about single women? Um, well, much of the, the single woman re- research we did was with the um, subgroup that were moms, because a third right. of um, the moms in this country are single, which was really an eye-opener. Right, because um, I think that the normal perception is she's married, stay at home with two kids, and that's really, really not the case. It's it's not even remotely the case. I mean, I think the number is like 70% of us work out of the home. So the whole stay-at-home thing is really a minority um, for mothers. And the married thing, when you think about a third of us, you know, are single and mothers, you know, that just changes the, the situation again. So we did some research that was um, really interesting, and we talked to about 500 marketers and kind of asked them about their perception of single moms. And one of the reasons we asked marketers is because we thought they would potentially be the most progressive on the subject. <laughs> you would hope. Um, and we were um, mistaken um, about that. Um, the, the, you know, the perception is that... Um, they are um, much younger um, than they really are, you know, sort of the barefoot and pregnant sort of situation. Um, and, and the reality is, is 64% of them are actually over the age of 35, um, right. where we thought the largest number was between 18 and 24, mm-hmm. um, which would suggest that that single motherhood thing, you know, is, was not a choice, when in fact, um, in today's environment, many times it is. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, kind of in keeping with that same same attitude, I guess, um, that, that single moms are much more ed- educated. Um, 65% of them have attended college or grad school. 
um, you know, we as marketers, you know, again, sort of thought that only potentially a third of them had gone to college or grad school. So again, really underestimated how old they were, how educated they were, um, certainly a predisposition to think that the majority of them are African-American. In fact, the majority of them are white. So, um, you know, it was it was just kind of surprising that, you know, people who are professionals and paid, you know, to know about targets and consumers um, were, um, you know, surprisingly, I would say, you know, misled as to who, who a single single mom is. Yeah, they were way off the mark, actually. Yeah, they were actually, pretty. They were eighty degrees. Way yeah, off the they mark. were. They were. Um, and, why do you um, Why do you think that is, Gigi? I mean, did you get to the essence of why were they so out of date with their information? I mean, that it seems like, as you mentioned earlier, if they had really focused on on the facts, they right. wouldn't have come up with this one hundred and eighty degree difference. No, and I think that's. I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, because the number of single moms actually has like doubled over the past three decades, and um, I'm sure that marketers know. I mean, clearly they know this. <laughs> I mean, the, the the demos would tell them that. Um, I think that you know we tend in the business to stereotype people, and um, sometimes potentially you know try and portray them in some kind of aspirational way. Maybe the way you know, we think they'd like to be seen. I don't know that that's necessarily true at all, but um, that that our perception of the ideal mom, quote-unquote, is, you know, married, probably doesn't work, and has, whatever, 2.4 children. Um, we know now that that's really not reality, and it's really not what what moms do want to see anyway, but I think it has been our predisposition, maybe, that that's what they'd like to see. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, that's that, how we portray them. That's exactly right. And if that is their predisposition, they're going to be sending out these communications that are going to be way off the mark with trying to communicate clearly to these women. So I have to assume that women are seeing the results of this misunderstanding, and it's not good for business. Um it's not good for business, and it's not good for marketing and advertising. And, you know, we did some research a couple years ago, um, and we're surprised at what, you know, people think about the kind of communications we put out to them. Again, moms, and, you know, that 60-some percent don't think that we portray them accurately, and a third, you know, are actually offended by the way we um portray them and and despite the fact that they have told us repeatedly that they would be much more um you know loyal to us and pay attention to us if we depicted them more accurately um you know there's only a handful that have sort of picked up that cue yeah in fact um i was doing some similar research of my own just trying to look at some companies that seem to be getting it right cuz there's not right. that many out there and there there's and more than there used to be though there are there are i mean obviously for the listeners out there we've all seen the de beers right hand ring you know commercial one of the, the one of the pioneers of this absolutely. absolutely and and obviously that they have done it right they are celebrating singledom it's not something that's woeful um, obviously, they're trying to sell diamonds in the process, but they make no, it a celebration. No, it's a brilliant campaign, though. Yeah, and Divine Diamonds, I don't know if you've had a chance to see the awe ring. I think Oprah had it on. And mm-hmm. it was, um, I love this ring. It's about 
being available and happy, which is why it's called the AH ring, the AH ring, which I just love that. It's such a great marketing concept. And the idea is, yeah, you can be single and happy and confident, and there's a whole ring for you. I just, I love that. And that's a great um, idea. It's fabulous. It's about the celebration of singledom, and I think when we talk about marketers trying to have the right message to these women, oftentimes it's a choice to be single, a, si- a single with, with kids. It's a single oh, I think mom. It's I, their choice. I think it's more their choice now than it's ever been. Um, you know, clearly it, it, it is a choice and it's becoming an acceptable choice. And when you, you know, put together all the pieces of the puzzle that they're earning more money, um, you know, that they're educated, the choice to be single um, is 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 much more attractive and in fact you know the the marriage age is is really going up it's gone up for decades that women do not feel um like that they need to you know get married immediately after um high school or college but i've got to share this with you because in my presentation i gave in the spring about single woman there was an ad um, that I showcased that was in the Ladies' Home Journal, and it was in the 1950s. <laughs> and there was a there was a picture of a woman, and um, she was 20 something. And they they said her name was Marcia Carter, but they they actually portrayed her anonymously to hide her shame. And they wrote the magazine about um, her hopeless desire for a husband and a home in the suburbs. And Ladies' Home Journal wrote her back and said she should attend a course called How to Be Marriageable. So it's just, it's, yeah, I know. It's just, things have really, really changed. Um, they have you know, come, uh, just a million, whole, a million leagues since then. Right. I don't even know if the word spinster's in the dictionary anymore. Yeah, probably not. I, I don't know anyone that uses it. it with, I think they replaced it with bachelorette a while yeah. ago. So, um, you know, um, I'll throw in one more example, and then we're going to take a break. But have you ever heard of the Well-Healed Society? I love this. It's about a... Um, you know, I think as women, we end up, you know, giving baby gifts and wedding gifts, and we register for all these gifts. Well, what I love about this is it's an online registry for single women to celebrate their milestones. Oh, that's great. <laughs> which, like, you know, so I got my promotion. Celebrate me. Log on Why and you not? can. I love that. I mean, I think I that's agree. It just shows right there how far we've come when single women can have their own (laughs) gift registry. I love it. But anyway, we're going to take a quick um, break, Gigi. And then I know that you have some additional research that you would love to share with us about some new segments about moms. And so we're going to have you talk about that when we come back with more purse strings in just a minute. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Are your domains working hard enough for you? 
Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BanazRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media good karma hey leon how you doing great how are you excellent love that guitar riff (laughs) (laughs) reminds me of wayne's world that's where we stole it from i mean um (laughs) that's where we were inspired good karma live broadcast thursdays at 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific or on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Hi there. We're back with Gigi Carroll, Vice President and Concept Director at Draft FCB. And earlier we were just talking about marketers and their misperceptions about single women, specifically single moms. And that comprises the largest group of single women out there. Now, Gigi, you just wrapped up another research project, and this one was focused on moms, but not necessarily single moms. Can you tell the listeners about that project? Absolutely. Um, we kind of always try and do some, some research that will be a little bit provocative and provide us with sort of a, a new take on the same old subject. And it occurred to us that there's been a lot of research done out there, books written about, you know, um, what what moms are about and how to market to moms. And, and we thought it would be really interesting to turn the tables and um, talk to moms about how they feel about marketing, mm-hmm. which um, I... I didn't know if that had been done before. Um, so um, we went into um, some homes and talked to about 50 women um, and, you know, pretty much talked about how they felt about marketers and, and, and importantly, how they think we portray them. And we thought just by asking the question, you know, in that light, from that viewpoint, we might get a different answer than we typically get, you know, when we get women together in focus groups behind glass um, and ask them what they think about marketing. Yeah, when you're and sitting we down were, across the table from somebody, you're going to open up probably a little bit more than exactly, you normally would. You yeah. get a much different answer when you ask them about a particular product than when you ask them how they think we portray them. Um, and so what, the learning were, were their really responses good. to that. I mean, what what were their reactions about marketers? Um, well, they're not really happy with us at all, <laughs> which, which I found disappointing um, because I think we as marketers think that we really do due diligence, you know, to try and understand them and to be in communication with them. Um, and obviously a lot of um, brands spend a lot of money um, talking to, to women and talking to moms. Um, but at least from the women that we spoke to, um, you know, as I said, they're, they're not very happy with us. Um, they, they think we're kind of high-paid executives who just don't get them. Um, and that our perception of them is 
our perception of them, and they, clearly we, we don't have it right. What are we um, missing, do you think? What, are, what did you hear from moms that we were missing? Well, um, you know, there's a couple of themes that came through. One is that um, they are not the perfect mom, and they take offense at that picture that we sort of portray over and over and over again. Um, you know, they say, you know, the moms that we see on TV are not the moms that are at the playground. You know, they're not in full makeup. They are not size four. Um, and they take offense at that um, because they feel that it sort of, um, you know, puts an ante on their head that, that, that they don't really want, you know, that they're already kind of working on all cylinders and it makes them sort of feel inadequate if they do not look the part, quote unquote, of the perfect mom. And then sort of bleeding over into that is that, you know, they, they take offense at the fact that they don't have the perfect home. Um, and that we never show anybody with dishes in the sink. Um, and again, you know, it just makes them feel that their reality is so seemingly different um, from ours, and it seems like they really want to be portrayed um, from a much more realistic perspective. So um, marketers really need to be more authentic when it comes they really, to They really need to be more authentic. And I don't think we, you know, because I think we are so focused on the communication that we want to go out that we don't necessarily spend too much time about thinking about what's, you know, going to go in um, to what for what they're seeing. Um, you know, they mentioned a lot of stuff about a lot of the marketing about organic products, um, which I thought was really interesting um, because, you know, they, they take the, the attitude that, yes, they're very concerned about their children's nutrition, um, although they feel that they have to have sort of a um, self-governing, street-smart sense of nutrition because clearly their kids aren't interested in it in the least. Mm-hmm. Um but they feel that, you know, when we put all these messages out about organics and so forth, it just makes them feel bad. A lot of them can't afford it. You know, they just mm-hmm. simply can't afford it. And um, it makes them feel that, that they're less than potentially what they should be and that they don't have their children's welfare in mind and so on and so forth. So rather than attracting people, you know, it can actually alienate them. Mm-hmm. If you had to share maybe a couple of words of wisdom with marketers about targeting moms, real quickly, what what would you say to marketers? Um, That reality is the new aspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, That I think that we should try and be as real as we can, which doesn't mean you need to be dull. It can be very entertaining, um, but it still feels that it should be grounded in some sense of reality um, because... um, you know, we we kind of loosen the boundaries um, and sort of avoid the shoulds and the stereotypes. It kind of gives her the freedom to be whoever she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she will, you know, not only like your brand and buy your brand, you know, she might actually advocate for it. And that's um, where we all want to be, isn't it? That word of mouth. I mean, that, that, that's the goal that right is, there. Exactly. I mean, that's the most potent thing amongst women, and particularly moms. And so that's what you want them to do. You want them to like you. And it seems like the best way to get someone to like you is to say, you know, I I get you. I understand you. And so I think in thinking about our communications going forward, you know, that's really what we want to um, communicate. Right. Gigi, this is great stuff. Thank you so much for taking oh, the time so to chat welcome. with me today. I so, enjoyed, I so enjoyed talking to you. 
Uh, well, thanks so much, and we'll have you on again next time you do another research project. How's uh, that? I would love that. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, and thanks take care. again to you, Gigi. And thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. And join us next week on Purse Strings. Next Tuesday at 3, I'm going to be joined by Jennifer Kemp of Kemping Company. Jen's an interactive strategist who's going to share the top three interactive trends that all marketers need to know and how these trends relate to women. So check us out next week on Purse Strings. Until then, have a great week. Thank you.